Magandang hapon po mga kababayan. Welcome sa launching ng Usapang Pinoy. Ako po si Jane Rowland, ang inyong podcaster at nagpapasalamat tayo sa Georgia Asian Times na nag-collaborate po sa atin upang i-produce ang Usapang Pinoy. Dito po sa Usapang Pinoy, pag-uusapan natin, pag-uusapan natin ang lahat na topics na interesting at concerning sa mga Pilipino especially dito sa Georgia. This and that po, anything under the sun. Magkakaroon po tayo ng napakaraming interesting topics, mga interesting t- guests, at pag-uusapan natin ang mga bagay-bagay na nakaka-apekto sa ating araw-araw na buhay. Unang episode po ito, kaya magpasensyahan at magtulungan po tayo para mag-improve. I want you to engage Makinig, ibalita, at magbigay ng feedback, magsuggest ng topics na gusto ninyong pag-usapan. Pwede po lahat ng topics, katulad ng kultura, religion, services, jobs, at iba-iba pa. Pwede rin po ang mga controversial at thought-provoking topics. Ang kaisa-isang rule lang po na hinihiling ko ay sana tayo'y maging positive, and always be respectful. So, magsimula po tayo sa Usapang Pinoy. Let's talk this and that. Okay. Ang gusto kong ipahayag sa inyo ay ang latest Pinoy community news. Um, gusto ko pong ipaalam na napaka, napakarami pa rin sa atin ang hindi na, nababakunahan ng dahil sa COVID-19. A lot of people refuse to do it. Maraming Pilipino na umaayaw. Pero napaka-importante po na magpabakuna tayo para sa ating mga mahal sa buhay at para sa ating mga pamilya. Ang mga rason ng ibang Pinoy na ayaw magpabakuna ay dahil sabi nila they don't know what's in it. Subalit, for so many years, napakarami na tayong bakunang ginawa mula pagkabata. Nandiyan kang mga vaccines on polio, tetanus, flu, measles, wolfing cough, mumps, and chicken, chicken pox. We did not know what was in those vaccines. And it's the same thing now. We don't know what's in the COVID vaccine, but we need to do it. So I am encouraging everyone na magpabakuna na po. Para, para naman po sa mga fully vaccinated, kailangan na rin tayong magpa-booster shot. This is in light of the new Omicron variant detected in South Africa. Mas delikado daw po yun. And you can take your booster shots in a lot of places like CVS, Kroger, at mga ibang health providers. Mag-Google lang po tayo. Ngayon naman po sa ating mga business and restaurant updates, gusto kong ibalita na ang ating very own Kamayan Atlanta is getting ready to open its brick-and-mortar restaurant sometime in January. Sila po ay magbubukas ng restaurant nila sa Asian Market in Buford Highway sa Doraville. Abangan po ang announcement and opening. Tangkilikin po natin ang sariling atin, katulad ng Kamayan Atlanta, Estrelitas, Kuyas, Dante's Lechon, Juliet's Kakanin, Baked by Isabel Fiorella at maraming marami pang iba. 
Ngayon naman po ang mga major events in December. Sa Sabado, December 4th, 2021, ay ang Christmas event hosted by the Philam of Greater Atlanta. And ito po yung uh, gaganapin po nila ito sa St. John Human Church in Lilburn, Georgia from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. At doon po din nila gagawin ang um, old-time Filipino culture of mano puninang and mano puninang when you kiss the when the, the kids kiss the the take the hands of the um, the ninongs and ninangs to their foreheads in return makakukuha sila ng Christmas gifts diba po so they will do that in um, in St. John Newman's also on Monday December 6 2021 an annual members meeting and Christmas party of the Philippine American Chamber of Commerce of Georgia Don po sa Foviet restaurant sa Peachtree Corners sa Georgia. Now, they're saying this is just for members only. But, sa totoo lang po, kung gusto ninyong maging member, pumunta na rin po kayo sa Christmas party. Sign up and join us for the Christmas celebration. You'll get to know the members and the board members of FACGA. So, moving on. I would like to give you a public service announcement regarding social security cost of living allowance. Meron increase, and this has been uh, the first increase for the last few years, and it's 5.9%. And this increase will benefit approximately 8 million beneficiaries, and it will begin on December 2021. Marami po sa atin ang tumatanggap ng Social Security Benefits at Supplemental Security Income. Yun ang tinatawag nating SSI. So, ito po ay um, nakatie up doon sa increase ng Consumer Price Index as determined by the Department of Labor. Yun po ang special announcement natin for today. At this point po, mga kababayan, gusto kong ipakilala ang ating guest pod podcaster for the week, Mr. Jobert Apulensia, who is the president of Orient Tours Company Limited. And he's going to talk about tourism and revenge travel. Welcome, Jobert. Hello, Jane. Nice to uh, chat with you this afternoon. And uh, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I've been really wanting to uh, talk to uh, a lot of Filipino communities because I think everybody knows at this point in time the country needs them so what a better way you know to spend the holiday especially mga balikbayan uwi muna ho tayo imbis na pumunta tayo sa Mexico o sa ano Pilipinas muna tayo kasi kailangan kailangan ng bayan ng tulong nyo and uh, what a better way to spend the holiday season with your loved ones that's right. So, can you tell us about the travel restrictions of in, uh, foreign visitors nowadays uh, Pilipinas? Okay, it's been a week now, close to a week, that uh, IATF have reduced the quarantine period. Uh, if you look at it, uh, or if you look at the news, it's two nights, three days. On the third day, you are tested, which for us is really uh, necessary at this point because uh, 
you know, even though you have had yung 72 hours, one of the requirements right now for Balikbayan is to have a 72-hour PCR uh, check, which they would have to present uh, sa airline counter when they check in. So tayo naman mga Pilipino, kahit last minute na takbo dito, takbo doon, bili dito, bili doon, just to make our loved ones very happy. But at the same time, you know, hindi natin alam kung sinong iniikutan natin. So there's still the chance. And then especially at the airport, flying for me is no problem because there's a good air circulation uh, in the plane. So uh, for me, the plane is still the safest uh, to fly. Right. So when you when you have the PCR, you know it 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 at, at least it assures you that you're traveling in good condition. Also, our suggestion, especially for those uh, that are flying nonstop flights from um, where Philippine Airlines flies to Los Angeles, San Francisco, and New York, especially for New York, take the PCR twenty. Uh, 48 hours before your expected departure. So para pag nahuli yung flight, at least may isa ka pang 24 hours. If you take it right on the 72 hours, meaning three days before your scheduled flight, there is also a time huh, difference because PCR, like in New York, there are a lot of vans that are free um, doing the PCR and they only work till 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Kung ang check-in mo is 9 o'clock, if you take it three days before, kulang ka na. So it's suggested that you calculate the time very well. So pag check-in mo, you still have ample time. Pag na-delay ang flight ng three or four hours, may oras ka pa rin. Hindi ka na uulit ng PCR. Because if you do the PCR sa airport, eto na. Diyan na, diyan ka natatagain because airport is never free. It's run by public clinic, 200-250. In every state, there are, uh, check the website of the government, especially the health department. That's where you find where the PCR are free. <clears throat> They are free, especially in New York. Oh my God, we have tons of vans that are around the, uh, around Manhattan and even New Jersey that gives PCR free and you get the results 24 hours or even lesser. So, tandaan nyo lang ho. Pag kumuha kayo ng PCR, do it 48 hours prior to your scheduled departure para may oras pa rin kayo. That's Good to know. Thank you so much. And uh, you, you already answered my next question, which is the, the quarantine, because for a lot of people, that really takes a, a, you know, a big um, part of their de decision-making. Um, how much is the average hotel room charges if you get quarantined in Manila? It ranges from about $40 to uh, $200, depending on which type of hotel that You, you choose. Know, uh -huh. Okay. You, you you go to uh, all of them. They serve you know the full meal in a box because that's required by by law. 
And um, for me, for two nights, come on, treat yourself to something better naman. <laughs> After a long flight, you know, of course, you know, there are some nice three, two, three-star hotels, but come on, for two nights, treat yourself something good. And, that's and good then so- on the third day, somebody comes to your hotel, takes your PCR, and if comes out uh, negative, then you're free, then you're free to go. Uh, itself, um, itself, babantayan mo na lang ang sarili mo sa ano, kung ano mang gagawin mo after that three days. That's right. That's now, good to know. take into consideration also, all Philippine Airlines flights, be it San Francisco, I hope I'm just saying it right, be it San Francisco, New York, or Los Angeles, arrive Manila very early in, in the, the morning. morning. Right. So, yes. Jobert, my um, suggestion to you is because the hotel doesn't allow anymore yung paikot-ikot ka sa lobby o kung saan man. And you cannot, of course, leave the hotel. So, right. our suggestion is book for three nights and four days because it will just come out the same. That's if right. If you book two nights and three days, then you're bound to, to pay higher for the PCR because you want it in less than 24 right. hours. So, Jobert, um, my last question, uh, because we are... I, we know that uh, things are constantly changing. Like uh, I heard on the news this morning that because of the Omicron, there's uh, th- there's going to be a lockdown, not really a total lockdown, but there's going to be some restrictions of travel to the Philippines. So may I ask that um, in our next episode, if you can give me an update so I can uh, update the folks, I think my listeners. Um, oh, definitely. Okay. You know, anytime, just give me a call. I will. Because I will definitely. We'd like to, you know, we'd like the, the listeners also, especially the Balik Bayan, uh, not to spoil their vacation, their holiday vacation. Yun lang, nakikinisap lang ako. Uwi muna tayo sa Pilipinas bago sa ibang bansa. That's right. Tulungan naman natin ng bansa natin. That's and right. And be with your loved ones. We'll plug it in. Maraming salamat, Jobert. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. And we'll keep giving them updates about travel revenge to the Philippines. Maraming salamat. Jane, thank uh-huh. you very much, and I wish you all the best. Thank you, thank you, and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Maraming salamat po sa pagbabalik ninyo sa pagkikinig sa Usapang Pinoy. Uh, that was a very good um, informative piece by our guest podcaster. But before we move on, gusto ko bang banggitin sa inyo kung napansin ninyo ang ating team song. Ang title po niya, Pinoy Talaga. And this was composed and sang by my brother, Jean Basilio Jr. So, Siya po ay isa ng retired government employees sa Pilipinas, but he has composed like trillions, well, that's oversaying it, but lots and lots of songs. And one of them has been nominated as um, the best screenplay for the movie Molata back in the early 90s. And of course, um, he didn't win, but he was nominated. So really proud of him. And he, you'll hear more of his songs in the succeeding um, podcast, in the succeeding weeks and months. So... 
Going back to our topic, I want to talk to you um, about our feature story, which is, um, I'm going to call it Elephants in the Room. Because this is going to be a series of topics, uh, sunod-sunod po yan, na mga topics na hindi natin, um, either, either one, we're ignoring it, either two, uh, takot tayong pag-usapan, either, either um, it's taboo or something. But we, uh, we in, I intend to have these intelligent, mature conversations with you, and um, we are not going to be afraid to address topics, but like I said in earlier, you know, I think rules is as long as we're respectful, then we can talk about anything. So our first elephant in the room that I wanted to talk about is colloquialism. That is a word or a phrase that is not formal or literally typically not used in ordinary or familiar conversations. In other words, slang, diba? Ang slang. Uh, sa Pilipinas, nung lumalaki pa tayo, pag sinabi mong slang, is, it's English pero iba yung pronunciations, di ba? Pero what I'm talking about here is, for example, Pinoy. Uh, Pinoy is the short for Filipino, di ba? Or Filipino. Now, some people, are <coughs> excuse me, actually get offended by the word Pinoy. Now, why? Some people think that it's either derogatory, insulting, it's not formal, whatever the reason is. But for me personally, and this is my opinion, it is not. It's not derogatory. It is, to me, an endearment. It's a nickname we call each other, especially when we're outside the Philippines. So instead of saying, is he Filipino, then you say, Pinoy Basha, or Pinay for female. So there is nothing wrong with the word Pinoy. That's why I chose Usapang Pinoy, which is Pinoy conversation, Filipino conversation. So if anybody <laughs> is, uh, that disagrees with me, of course you're welcome to make a comment and um, ask questions or provide feedback. You can send your questions or um, comments to my email address, janerowland at bellsouth.net. For the meantime, because eventually we will have an email address for our podcast. So that's about the the um, the shortcuts for for the for the words that we use. Like uh, another example is um, like we, when we call the Americans, we call them the white Americans. We call them Kano. There's no intent of um, you know being negative there. It's just um, an endearment. Lambing, like I said, we call the black Americans itim. So when we call each other Pinoy, there is no intent to degrade. So anyway, like I said, if you disagree with me, you're welcome to. Pangalawa, um, the other feature that I talked about, um, that I want to talk about is um, the way we talk, um, Taglish. It's been there for a long time. Taglish is, of course, a um, combination of Tagalog and English. And ever since I was growing up, um, we've heard people talk in Taglish. And the reason for that is some, one, number one, of course, English is the medium of instructions in the Philippines. So everybody, almost 90%, 95% in the Philippines speak English. However, of course, pag uwi mo Tagalog, pag uwi mo Ilocano, or pag uwi mo kung ano mang dialect ang inuwian mo, yun ang ginagamit sa araw-araw na pag-uusap. But so Taglish is um, now a combination, and you know, here little little young kids talk in Taglish. Like I heard my my little niece said, well, my my sister said, Zoe, come over here, 
And she answers, wait lang. Wait lang? <laughs> wait is wait, lang is for a little bit. But that's Tagalog. Or a very popular expression nowadays is, sana all. So I'm like, what's sana all? What they mean is, I hope everybody gets the same opportunity. Sana all. So that was kind of weird uh, the first time I heard it, but that's Taglish for you. Now, the newest, the newest version is what I call Tagano or Ilolog. And this is very new because it is now a combination of Tagalog and Ilocano. First, I think the reason for that is Tagalog, of course, is a national um, language. Ilocano has a very huge population both in Luzon and in Mindanao. But now people are combining them. Like, for example, Yang Rupa Mo, Madima Ipinta. It's making me laugh because Yang Rupa Mo, Yang is Tagalog, Rupa is face in Ilocano, Mo is Tagalog again, Madi is Ilocano, Maipinta is Tagalog. So there's like every, ish, every other word is a um, combination of Tagalog and Ilocano. So the third point I want to talk about, about language, colloquialism, and, and um, Taglish and Tagano is our pronunciation as Filipinos, even when we talk in English. Um, as in, an example I can give you is that when I first came to this country about 30 years ago, as Filipinos syllabicate our words in our English, for example, I used to say comfortable. <laughs> and my husband, my late husband used to say, what did you say? Portable? So I had to practice. I had to practice to say comfortable, comfortable, comfortable. Because aside from... Aside from syllabicating our words, we also give too much emphasis on our THs and D. Like, for instance, when we say, instead of saying this and that, we say this and that. <laughs> my sister used to say, uh, when she was talking to my late husband, that one. And so my husband said, Pachit, how do you spell that? <laughs> So, anyway, um, th those are just things I want to throw out there, things for you all to talk about. Like I said, you're welcome to give any feedback about these topics. And I would also welcome suggestions from you guys. Okay. Our, the next part that I wanted to tell you about is a fun story about um, something that's going on in the Philippines. If we have a Karen in the United States, we have a Marites in, in the Philippines. And I just heard about this a couple of days ago. But when they say, this is a, a series of names that has actually meanings when they say Marites. What that means is Mare. Ito ang latest. Or when they say Maritoni, that means Mare. Ito ang sabi ni... <laughs> The third name is Maricon, that means Mare, confirmed. Maribeth, Mare, sino ang kabit? Maristela, Mare, anong chismis na latest? Maribel, Mare, believe me. And the latest for today is Marivik, Mare, Maring pa-victim. So, sa kabataan po nang, nang gagaling yung lahat ng yan. So, we're, we're learning as we go, they learn from us, we learn from them as well. So my words of wisdom for you today is somebody from, someone I, I admire, is a movie actor, and he says, self-control is strength. Calmness is mastery. 
You have to get to a point where your mood doesn't shift based on the insignificant actions of someone else. Don't allow others to control the direction of your life and don't allow your emotions to overpower your intelligence. And that's by Morgan Freeman. Great, huh? So, I have a couple of fan facts about the Philippines to share with you. Before I close, first one is Filipinos love basketball. And you find makeshift basketball hoops and courts even in the most remote and rural villages. And if you know, the Philippine Basketball Association is the longest basketball association in the world, second only to NBA. The second fan fact, the Philippines is the world's number two producer and exporter of coconuts. 19.5 million tons shipped to Japan, Germany, China, and the U.S. And guess who's the number one? It's Indonesia. All right, number three. Filipinos are extremely sociable people. And the latest balita is, ang gamit po ng mobile phones, and Manila is now the texting capital of the world. You know why? They send about 400 million text messages every single day. And that's about 142 billion sentences a year. <laughs> Sino pang tatalo dun, huh? And the last one that I want to share to you about the Philippine fan facts is Filipinos love to eat. We eat three meals a day with rice, plus snacks, which we call merienda, at mid-morning and mid-afternoon. Okay, so it's time to close. And panahon na para magpaalam. Pero bago sa lahat, I want to announce kung ano yung expect natin sa next episode. In light of the Asian hate, we will talk about public safety training by our special guest podcaster in our next episode, Natalie Amons, who is the Deputy Director of Georgia Bureau of Investigations. We will also talk about other elephants in the room, such as racism among Pinoys, towards mainstream Americans, regionalism, and what we, what we call now colorism. Sana po nagustuhan ninyong ating unang episode and I hope you listen again next week. I promise you we will talk about interesting na topics, mga nakakakiliti o nakakainis o nakakapasayang topics. So I hope you listen in again. Tell your family and friends to listen and please subscribe to our weekly pod podcast, Usapang Pinoy. Hanggang sa muli, paalam muna sa ngayon. Tayo gumamit ng anak